praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Welcome, welcome to New Covenant Worship Center. We are here live in the building for our morning worship service in this last Sunday in the month of January. God has graced us to see this month, this last day of the month, amen. So we're grateful that God has graced us for 2021 to see an awesome time to the start of this year. So listen, we're getting ready to bombard heaven, amen. And we're going to start off in prayer. You're going to say, you know, we just interceded just for our corporate prayer. But listen, we're going to still open up in prayer before we begin to enter into praise and worship in the word of God. And so you all who are tuned in on Facebook, on YouTube, come on, begin to share this, begin to share this, begin to let your family and friends know that we are on the air, start that watch party, whatever you need to do to begin to get the word out this morning, we are here at New Covenant Worship Center. So come on, those of you all who are in the building that press your way through and made it here, come on, give the Lord a hand praise for he is worthy. Is worthy to be praised. Hallelujah, Jesus. Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning, God, to give you all the thanks, God. We come to give you all the praise this morning, Father God. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for this brand new day, God. This day filled with brand new mercies and grace on today, Father God. That, Lord, we come, Lord, welcoming your presence, the power of your Holy Spirit, God, that you will come in and move freely in the midst of our service, God. Lord, we come to tell you thank you this morning, God. Lord, we come to worship in your presence, God. We come to bow at your throne on this morning, Father God. But Lord, you are worthy of the praise, God. You are worthy of the honor on today, Father God. And Lord, we lift you up today, Father God. For you said that if I be lifted up from the earth, you will draw men unto me on today, Father God. I thank you on today, God, that your name is our strong tower, God. We thank you that your name is our way maker, God. We thank you, Lord, that you are our great advocate on today, Father God. That you are our mediator, our intercessor on today, Father God. We thank you on today, God, that you have called us friend on this morning, Father Father God, we thank you that you loved us, God. You loved us first on today, Father God. And Lord, we thank you on today, God. That Lord, we love you on today, God. We love you for your loving kindness, God. For your tender mercy towards us, Father God. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for giving us another opportunity, God, to come into your presence, God. To bless and magnify your holy name on today, God. For there is no other name on earth where men shall be saved but by the name of Jesus Christ. And God, we adore you this morning, God. We worship at your feet on today, Father God. For Lord, you are worthy of the praise, God. You are worthy of the glory, God. You're worthy of the honor on today, Father God. Begin to lift up your voice right in your home, right in your living room, and begin to bless the name of the Lord. For he is worthy to be praised. He is worthy to be glorified. He is worthy to be magnified. Oh, we're going to bless his name today. In the midst of the snowstorm, we tell God, thank you. In the midst of his goodness and his mercy, God, we tell you, thank you on today, Father God. For Lord, he was kind to us. He's been good to us. He allowed us to make it safely to this destination. He allowed us to see this day on today, Father God. Some didn't wake up this morning. Some had their clothes laid out to get ready to come to church today. But somebody didn't open their eyes. But God has graced us with his love. He's graced us with his compassion. And he allowed us to see this day on today, God. And Lord, we thank you, Father God. And Lord, we just begin to bless your name, God. For you're worthy to be praised. You're worthy to be glorified. You're worthy to be magnified. Oh, we worship you today. We glorify you today. We honor you today, God. Have your way, Holy Spirit, God. Heal on this morning, God. Deliver on this morning, God. Move by your power like never before, God. Begin to touch those who are in need of a touch from you on today, God. 
the Lord, as they enter into this service, God, I pray that no one leaves out the same way they came in, God. Those who are watching virtually, God, I release the power of the Lord to begin to manifest and come through your screen, to begin to come into your home, that the presence of God will begin to saturate and fill you up on this morning, God. Let your glory reign, God. Let your power reign. We're going to be free to worship this morning. Remove the restrictions. Remove the limitations. Take off anything that will bind you. I command you to be free in worship this morning. I command you to be free to praise him. I command you to be shout, to be free to shout his glorious name on today, God. That Lord, we're going to lift you up, God, for you are our great intercessor, God. You are our great physician on today, God. You are the Lord of Lords, God. You are the King of Kings, God. And we come to bless and magnify your name. Come on, Holy Spirit, have your way in this place. As the sound begins to come, oh, I feel the shifting in the atmosphere. Oh, there's a praise in the building. There's a praise in the building. Let your glory flow. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Have your way, Holy Spirit. We welcome you. We welcome you. We welcome you, Jesus. We welcome your presence, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Have your way, Holy Spirit. My God, my God, my God. Hallelujah, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We honor you, Jesus. We magnify you, Jesus.
God, we're so grateful. We're so grateful on this morning. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for what you're going to do in this place. Come on, settle here. Hallelujah. We're going to worship God this morning if it's okay. Hallelujah, Jesus. We worship and adore you, Jesus. We're asking God to settle some things for us. To settle in our heart, to settle in our mind and our spirit. So, Father, we just bless you this morning. We honor you, O God, and we glorify you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. God, we worship you. Come on, make a sanctuary in your home. Make a sanctuary right where you are.
God, my God. Listen, we give God praise this morning. We thank God for his awesome presence. We thank God for the power of his Holy Spirit. We thank God for the sound this morning. I praise him for those that were able to make it out this morning. I'm telling you, we had a, a team of three, but God brought us through. Amen. And we thank God for the press, for those who have pressed on this morning. We appreciate you and for standing and bringing us the, the praise and worship, the band and everybody else here. Listen, we got to give God the glory that we made it. Amen. And we can still press forward. Amen. In spite of what it looks like, we're still going to give God the glory. So we thank God for this morning. We're going to move right along in our service uh, real quick. Some quick announcements and then we'll get, get our tithes and offering. Um, but we're going to be in Marriage Tips Monday on tomorrow night. It will be the first Monday in the month of February. Amen. The first Monday in the month of February. God has already graced us to move into the second month of 2021. Time is moving fast and moving forward. And so we're excited about what God is doing. Tuesday night, we'll be in our men's prayer call at 8.30 p.m. That is on our prayer call line. All men are welcome to join in. On Wednesday night, we have our Wednesday morning and Wednesday evening. We have our Wednesday prayer and word. That has been phenomenal at 6 a.m. and at 6 p.m. Where you get the prayer, you get prayer, you get the word of God of encouragement for about 15 minutes. That has been a blessing to us. And so that will be this Wednesday and Thursday. We'll be in our first Bible study for the month of February. And it will be open seating. Amen. There will be open seating for Bible study on Thursday. Amen. Open seating for Bible study. You will not have to register. For those of you all who feel comfortable and like to come into the sanctuary, please wear your mask. We'll be socially distanced. And we'll have Thursday night Bible study. Amen. This past Thursday was absolutely phenomenal as we had a pop-up covenant connection talk with Pastor Melvin Leach, Elder Melvin Leach Jr., and Sister Miracle Leach. I'm telling you, that Leach family was absolutely anointed. We're preparing and looking for part two to come forward soon. So you guys stay tuned because I believe Elder Brad, Elder Melvin, uh, he has some more insight and some more things that we would like for him to share. And I'm telling you, it's just been a blessing. So, and then we'll be right back here on Sunday. And Sunday, the first Sunday in February, we will be opening back up for our in-person worship, but it will be by registration only. We're going to have 25 seats available. If you are in leadership, you don't have to register. If you'd like to be in the building, just come on in. Other than leaders, you need to register. We'll have 25 seats available. Our media team and all those that are media team, our praise team, you don't have to register. But if you are looking to come in, you want to come into service starting in February, the link will come out early in the week for you to register and hold a seat for you to come into the sanctuary. We will still be socially distanced and wearing our masks. We're going to open back up for in-person service on next Sunday. Amen. So as the uh, ratings have dropped as far as it relates to the virus across the state, we're going to continue to do things in a safe way and just believe God for a supernatural increase and overflow. Amen. So listen, let's prepare to take our offering this morning and to give and give and give and give in this last Sunday of the month of January. It is our time to sow. This is a time where we can participate. God said he loves a cheerful giver. It is better to give than to receive. He said we shall give and it shall be given back to us. Pressed down, shaking together, running over, shall men give into our bosom. So give with expectancy on this morning. Those of you all who are watching online, you can go to our website at www 
www.newcobncwc.com and you can click the give tab and you can give. We are giving our tithes and offering and we are giving toward our outreach 2021. We are sowing toward blessing 10 seniors in this first quarter with $200. Those who are non-members that will be names that will be submitted of seniors that you know will randomly pick 10 seniors to bless them and to encourage them as they to help assist them in their whatever needs they may have in their home. So listen, we are sowing and giving. If you have our Easy Tide app, you can go to Easy Tide, click the Give tab, Tides and Offering, and our Outreach 2021. And so, if you do not have those means, the United States Postal Service is running rain, sleet, snow. They are out there. And so you can put your seed in the mail at 2423 Glenwood Avenue, Joliet, Illinois, 60435 to mail your seed and your tithes and offering. So we appreciate you all in giving and supporting this ministry that allows us to continue to do what we do, to be a blessing to the community, to do outreach. And so we're looking forward to continue to do great things in this year of honor. So we appreciate you all. Those of you all who are in the building, if you need an envelope, please raise your hand. Deacon Ryan has an envelope for you. If you need an envelope, please raise your hand. And while you're preparing your seed, I'm going to give, amen. has four zeros in it. One zero, then comma, and three zeros. You want to plant a seed of one million? Come on, drop them six zeros. We'll receive 100,000. Five zeros. You got $50? Put that five in that zero. We're going to work. You got a dollar? We're going to receive it. Amen? The God loves a cheerful giver. So as the Holy Spirit leads you, We thank God for the tithes and offering this morning. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for those that have sown on this morning, God, those that had it to give on today, Father. I pray that you will bless us, God, and bless those that may not have had it to give on today, Father, that you will bring forth increased overflow into our financial resources, God, and that, Lord, you will continue to bring forth increased overflow and the abundance of increase as we expect harvest on the seed that was sown today. I pray that everything that was sown will continue to be used for the work of the ministry and for the building of the kingdom and for the edification of the glory of God. Lord, we thank you we praise you and it's in jesus name we pray amen and amen we thank you for your gift and your sowing listen i'm telling you guys share this again because the word of god is about to go forth and you need to tag somebody and let somebody know that we are on the air we get ready to receive the word of god this morning i'm excited um i think evangelist mary had mentioned to me she said that the sunday school lesson was about um amazing women and women within the Bible uh, on Sunday school and I didn't know that that was the topic of Sunday school but here it is today this morning we have two dynamic powerful women of God that are going to go forth and bring the word of God this morning that is going to be absolutely amazing so we're in great expectation Deacon Ryan you want to get a mic prepared for uh, Prophetess Karen and we're going to get ready to just receive God this woman of God um, I thank God for having wisdom and discernment 
uh, when she came here, her and her husband, and, you know, they came in, fellowship, sat where they sat, enjoyed the services. But the Lord began to show me some of the things that God had placed on the inside of her through the Spirit of God. And God just began to cultivate the gift that was already in her and to begin to pull out and draw out some things that God had on the inside of her. And so I'm grateful that she's allowed me to push her. She's allowed me to encourage her uh, in those gifts. And she has become an awesome, mighty woman of God uh, to the kingdom of God and to the New Covenant Worship Center. I thank God for the gift that's in her. Uh, she's a true prophet. Uh, God has truly gifted her in that area. She's a woman of prayer. And she's just a powerful woman of God. And we are grateful to have her in the midst of us this morning. So those of you all who are watching, if you're watching in Japan, amen. If you're watching in Arizona, I'm telling you, in for a treat. Support your sister. Support this woman of God. So come on. Can you all stand to your feet, right? Those of you all who are in the building. And let's welcome to the pulpit, Prophetess Karen Banks. Amen. for another opportunity to stand before your people, Father God. I pray that it be all of you, Lord, and none of me. I pray that your will be done in me today, Father God. I humble myself before you, God, so that you can use me as you please, Father God. Let me, let, let me not look at the faces of men, Father God, but let me look at you today. I thank you, Father God, and I bless your name today. Glory to God. Man, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, y'all. Okay. Y'all pray with me today. <laughs> y'all pray with me today. Take your time. All right. I, I believe it was in um, June of last year, the Lord, the Holy Spirit had given me, um, started talking to me about this message that I'm going to talk to you about today. And um, it was right um, before the time that we were in the cave, um, we had the prophetic cave. It was a few of us here in that cave. And I re that's how I remember when exactly he had given me this word. But I've been holding this word because I I out of fear. <laughs> but, um, but I thank God that he has graced me to be able to, to tell you what um, the Holy Spirit had given to me. It started because I had a question for the Lord. I, I have been questioning about, I think I've talked to you guys before. Um, another time uh, I had been talking to the Lord. But this time I had a question for the Lord. So I went on like a, a three-day fast or maybe more uh, fast because I wanted to hear God clearly. I wanted a clear ear and a, and a spirit to hear him. So I, I went on a fast. So um, during, this time, during this time I was driving in my car. And, and you know what? I think the Holy Spirit thinks the only time I listen is when I'm in the car. <laughs> because that's when he, he normally speaks to me. Amen. So I'm driving in the car, and I'm praying and everything. And, and, um, and as I was driving, I was listening to the Holy Spirit. And I began to pray in my, in my heavenly language. But as I was praying, you know, you know when you're praying and you start to, to pray in your language and, and, the, and the sound begin to change? Yeah. And those that have been around me, they know when the Holy Spirit is getting ready to speak. Because a, a different sound starts to come out of my mouth. Yeah. And I, I, start, I sound loud. <laughs> I even sound loud to myself. Yeah. 
but it sounds like that's the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So I was just asking God, what is happening? And I did share this a little bit with a couple of people because I was kind of shook at the answer that he gave me. So the Holy Spirit, as I was praying in the language, and um, like I said, my tones was uh, starting to change. Sorry, y'all. And um, I started to hear in my ear, obedience. Yes. And it was so loud and so forceful that I said it out loud, obedience. Yes. Mm -hmm. I was like, what is this? It shook me. It shook me just to hear, you know, what, what God was saying. Yes. He was saying obedience. Yes, God. So I had to um, figure out how does, what is he talking about? Obedience. And, and after I was still praying in the spirit, I heard the, uh, the, um, the sound, uh, the voice, the verse, um, come let us reason together, saith the Lord. Yes. That's what I heard. Mm -hmm. yes. Come let us reason together, saith the Lord. So I was thinking, I said, I'm, I'm driving, so I can't look up this scripture right, right now. And I don't know where it is. You know, I didn't pretend like I knew where it is. But the Lord knew I knew that scripture. Yes. So, he, so he took me, he told me that verse first so that I can look for that scripture. So because I needed to know the connection between the two. Okay, let me tell y'all a quick story about before I even get to that. Because I, I, I was, I, like I said, I was running from this. And I was praying in my car Wednesday. I was praying in my car. And I was like, Lord, don't I need to teach something else? Can't you give me something else? <laughs> I was like, this is, a, this is a strong, he's, I, I don't know if I could, I could really digest this and then give it back out. Yes. So as I was praying, I heard, um, he said, you don't want to be like Jonah. Jesus. And I was like, what? He's like, you you trying to run in another direction when I'm taking you here. Come on now. And you know, in, in the story about Jonah, he had a message for the people. Yeah. But he was running from that message. Come on. And not the same reason Jonah was. He didn't want to tell him because he didn't think that God deserved they didn't deserve to be, you know, to repent and be forgiven. But that's not the reason why. I just was I was like, Lord, this is something. So anyway. I, I got home, I typed in the verse, and the verse um, Isaiah 1 and 18 came up. Come on. Um, at that time, I, I, had, I had heard the verse. Like I said, I wasn't sure. But the Holy Spirit said, read, don't you? Okay, after I read that in the Message Bible, I think I read it in the Message and a couple of the translations. But the Message Bible, you know how it talks and you can really understand what it's saying. So I said, okay, I need to read the Message. And um, so I was reading verse um, 118, what it says. Um, come, let us reason together, saith the Lord, and on and on and on. But um, the Holy Spirit said, okay, no, I want you to start from verse 1 and go through that whole scripture. Yes. So um, when uh, I began to read, I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, wow, this is, this is a lot. This is a, a lot through here. And it's almost like what we're going through right now. Come on. So um, as I was reading, I said, Lord. You're not pleased with us. Jesus. You are not pleased with us. Come on. Not, not, not the world. He didn't say the world. Come on. He said he's not pleased with us. Yes. Come on. Just like them, we are walking in disobedience. Come on. Yes. Come on. Even, even the title, you know, before you start reading, if you look at the message Bible, you know how you have those little titles? Mm -hmm. Even the title says, Quit your worship charades. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
Jesus. And you know what charades is like you pretending, you acting it out. So you see, and see how the message about it just tells you like it is. Quit your worship charades. So quit acting. Quit pretending. Okay. So it took it took a lot of prayer for me to for me to to to, to get through this. I even like I said I tried to talk myself out of it, but I couldn't. Um. So. But you see how the enemy is. When we will try to talk about something else, when your assignment is this, and then he reminded me, like I said, don't go no place because I haven't graced you in another area. I have graced you here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm going to be obedient today, and I'm going to speak what the Lord has given me to speak. And it's perfect timing because apostles have been teaching about obedience. And obedience is um, honoring God in obedience and also in repentance. So we have to honor God with our obedience. And we have to repent. We have to have a repenting heart. That was given given to the people in in Nibia too. That's where Jonah was supposed to go when he went someplace else. He was telling them to, he wanted them to know that they needed to repent. Yes. But um, we're not talking about Jonah today. We're talking about Isaiah. So uh, even the word uh, Isaiah means salvation is of the Lord. So so this is where we're going. So it says, quit your worship charade. So we're reading um, verse starting at verse 2. So quit your worship charades. That's how it starts. Okay, okay I'm sorry. Let me get my notes together. This is the vision that J- Isaiah saw regarding Judah. It says, heaven and earth you're the jury. Listen to God's case. I had children and raised them well, and they turned on me. The ox knows whose boss, the mule knows whose hand that feeds him, but not Israel. My people don't know up from down. <laughs> you see how the message behind the sound? You'd be like, oh my God, let's read another version. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> misguided, misguided. God dropouts, staggering under the guilt baggage, vandalist gangs, band of vandalists. <laughs> My people have walked out on me. Their God turned their backs on the Holy One of Israel, on. walked off, and Jesus. never looked back. Come on, Jesus, Jesus. That was verses 2 through 4 in the message. Jesus. Now, he's talking about, you know, even though it's talking about the, uh, Judah and those people, but this is for us today. Yes. If you look around, this is for us today. Yes. And, and, and now these are God's chosen people. Wow. And they have turned their back from serving God. God. They have sinned over and over again. But God doesn't stop calling him his children. And he doesn't stop calling us his children. He just wants us to get back in line with him. He just wants us to be obedient to him. He just wants us to have a repenting heart. But he is disappointed in them because of their rebellion toward him. Instead of of them responding to God's care and his provision for them, these people have failed to give him obedience and the love that is due to him. This is what he's saying about his people. Now, the only thing that will stop judgment from coming on these people, the judgment of God from coming on these people, from falling upon them, is that they needed a national repentance. Jesus. We can take that same warning today. Mm. 
We need to yes. repent Come on. as a nation, Come on. as well as individuals. Yes, God. This is what God is calling us to do. We, us, Christians, his people, we belong to Jesus Christ. He paid the price for us with his blood. We should have a repenting heart. Come on. A heart of God. Yes. With God's heart, it draws us closer to him. Our church family. Yes. It draws us closer to the Bible. It even teaches how to read the Bible. Hmm. And our prayer is, is, is different. We're able to talk to God. When we have the heart of God, when we have a repenting heart and obedience to God, yes. this is what we should have. We should have change. Come on. We should see change. Amen. And then I'm going to read Isaiah 1, 5 through 6. And it says, why bother even trying to do anything with you? <laughs> you just keep your bullheaded ways. Jesus. You keep beating your heads against brick walls. You see what he's saying about us? Come on. We, we just stubborn. Jesus. We won't listen. Come we on. keep doing all the same thing over and over again. That's why we're hitting our head up against the wall. Come on, That's why things aren't changing in our homes. Jesus. It says, no matter how much I try to get your attention, yes. teach us, talk to us, we don't listen. We think we have it all together. We think we have all the answers. But we don't. We know that uh, the God is that knows what's best for us. Yes. Not, not us. God knows what's best for us. This is what I was talking about earlier um, uh, when I was talking about... Um, Quit your worship charades because they were pretending, but they were doing the same thing over again and, and coming in the church and doing the same thing over again. Wow. So God says, you know, stop all that. Stop all that nonsense. Jesus. And then um, he says, I, and we're going back to verse, um, back to Isaiah. I'm going to read 13 through 7. So I'm kind of skipping. I mean, so I'm verses, what is it? 13 through 17, I think it is. I can't read my own writing, y'all. It says, I can't. It said, quit your worship charades again. Mm -hmm. I can't stand your trivial games. Mm. Monthly conference. Jeez. Weekly Sabbath. Huh? Special meetings. Ooh. Meetings, meetings, meetings. Wow. I can't stand one more. I hate them. How did you hear God say, I hate them? When you, you in a meeting and you, do, you think you're doing the right thing and God said he hated? Come on. Because yeah. he ain't there? Come on, brother. That is something. I, I, mm -mm. You've worn me out. <laughs> this is the Bible. <laughs> You've worn me out. I'm sick of your religion, religion, religion. Oh, God. While you go right on sinning. So you come to these meetings, you do all these things, and you just go right back to what you were doing when you got before you got here. You don't change. You just keep on doing the same. God's kind of, he said, I'm worn out of it. <laughs> okay. Go back, go to the rest of the verse. When you put on your next prayer performance, your prayer performance, you can you up there praying and praying and praying. You think you're praying and praying and God oh, said you're performing. Come on now. He Jesus. said you he ain't getting no glory out of that. You just perform. My God. He said, I'll be looking the other way. Jesus. No matter how long or how loud you pray. I will not be listening. Jesus. You know, you on your knees, you think you're doing you say, oh, Lord, let me get in this right position. You know, if you get on my knees, Come on. It's, it's 10 o'clock. You know, you, you your little ritual things you go through. Jesus. God said, I'm not listening. I will not be listening. Because you just performed. 
And do you know why? <laughs> because you've been tearing down, tearing peoples to pieces, and your hands are blood. He said, go home. Wash up. Wash up. <laughs> Clean up. Clean up your act, he yeah. says. <laughs> Come on. You see? He says, Clean up your act. So he's giving you time to repent. Yes. He's, he's giving you space to repent. Hmm. So he said, Go home. Okay, stop all that. What you're doing, go home, repent, come back to me clean. Hmm. That's what he's telling them. So do you see how we are the same way today? Same way. Hmm. We have all kinds of religious rituals people do. Mm -hmm. The stuff they do. I'm not going to name a whole bunch of stuff because I, I got to let Pastor Denise speak. You're doing good. Go ahead. You're doing good. But Thank those things that. have nothing to do with God. Yes. We go from conference to conference. Yes. But what have we learned? Jesus. It's like, ooh, so-and-so having a conference. Let's go here. But you go to that conference, it's just like a just a big gathering with nothing there. You don't you don't bring nothing back. You have no change. You run from one religious service to another. No change. We, we leave these big conferences, you know, like they have the women's conference, which I love the women's conference. But we come right back, not speaking to our sister, talking behind their back, Jesus. judging her. So what was the purpose? My was God. it just a weekend gathering with your girlfriend? Wow. Is that what you used it for? Or was your life changed? Mm. Was your life changed? God is looking for us men and women of God to be light. Be the light. Be like him. Be like Christ. Willing to live holy. Jesus. Willing to be obedient. Yes. Willing to walk in love. Willing to forgive. And willing to repent. Come on. That's what God is, wants us to do. So now we're going to go to Isaiah 18 through 20. Oh. Mm -hmm. Now God has given us another chance. Mm -hmm. He said, let's argue it out. And that's where it comes to, let's come let us reason together. But it's a, that's an, an NIV version. We're going to read the message version. He said, come, sit down. Let us argue this out. This is God's message. If your sins are bloody red, they'll be snow white. So right here, he's giving you a chance. He says, repent. Whatever, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be bloody red. It could be the dirtiest thing. But if you come to him with a sincere heart come on. and with a repenting heart, yes. he's going to forgive you and he's going to make you white and he's going to be a clean slate. Yes. But you got to come to him with the right heart. And if, it be, if, there be, if they're red like crimson, they'll be like wool. If you're willing, willingly obey, you'll feast like kings. But if you're willful and stubborn, you will die like dogs. That's right. God said so. That's what he said. Okay. God is saying, come. Bring it all to me. Talk to me. Talk to me about those sins in your life. Let me settle them. Give me what you're struggling with. Come all on. those struggles, all those things that you struggle with. He says, give those to me. Come on, let's talk about it. Yes. Just confess them to me. Yes. 
Because he wants our confession. He wants us to be free. So he said, confess those things to me. Let's talk about it. Talk to me about those bad habits, the things that have you bound. Uh, uh, um. He says, talk to me. Talk to me about your unforgiving heart, the stubbornness that's in you. Tell him, I, can, I can't change myself. I need you to change me. Take, give me the weaknesses you have. I will give you the strength. Talk to me about your, you can't stop drinking. I'll dry it up. Yes. Just talk to me about it. Yes. Be honest with me. Yes. Because I already know, I just need you to confess those things Come to on. me. Yes. Give them over to me. And I'll make them clean. Now he's talking to the church people. He's yes. talking to us. All us that go right home and keep doing those same things. He said, give it to me if you yes. truly want to be clean. Yes. If you truly want to be in obedience. Yes. Give it to me. He said, talk to me about the, the sexual perversion and things that you go through. Yes. Give it to me. Yes. I can handle anything because I'm God. I can handle anything. Talk to me about it. Even your fears. Your fears about today. Your fears about tomorrow. I can change God because I'm the true and the living God. I can bring life to dead things. That's the kind of God that I am. I can wake it up. I can make you straight. I can make you whole. Because I'm that kind of God. Come on, preach. Men and women of God, we have to be obedient to God. Yes, God. His word, His will. Yes. We must repent daily. Come on. Our heart should be be pure. Change thinking, right mind with God. This is what He wants us to do. My God. That's the kind of God that we have. My God. That's the kind of God that we serve. Yes, Father. And I'm going to give you the word that He gave me after this. But I had to take you through the scripture. Yes. In order for you to know what the word of God is saying right now. No. Because God wants us to be free. Yes. God wants us to be whole. Yes. God wants us to be right with him. Yes. And this is the word of the Lord. Thank you, People of God, listen closely to the word that the spirit of the Lord is saying. Yes. Sound the alarm in Zion. Yes. God is not putting up with our simple ways anymore. Come on. Us. Men and women of God, those whom he has called to serve him. Yes, the church. Yes. The church. He wants us to get our acts together. Start living according to his word. Stop settling for everything goes. This is the people that are called holy. His yes. people. This is who he's talking to. No more false worship. No more pretending to love him. Yes. This is God's word. No more pretending to serve me. You open your mouth in vain. Your lips spill out lies. Not used for the glory. Your, you, your walk is not under my control. Yes. You, do not, you, you do as you please, making decisions without consulting me. Even when I say, ask in my name, I have given you a man after my own heart. And you won't even listen to him. I brought people in to confirm to you over and over to encourage you over and over again that I will I dwell among you but you still take don't take the heed of my word with what will it take for you to hear what will it take for you to listen what will it take for you to see what will it take for you to receive even if I send an angel, you will not listen. Now I say to you today, yes. give me your heart. I 
I say to you, give me your mind. I say, give me your life. Until you are able to surrender all to me, you will not get the victory. My glory will be lifted off your life. Not off the church, but off your life. Jesus, have mercy on us, God. Do not be afraid of man. Fear me. I am your God. Ask me today. Obedience is what I ask for. Repentance is what I ask for. Give me your heart today. Give me your heart today. Glory to God. Be holy, I say, because I am holy. I am a holy God, and I stand in the midst of you today. Give me your heart, I say. Give me your heart, I say. Give me your heart, I say. Glory to God. Amen. 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 Glory to God. 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 His presence is here. Those that have an ear to hear, let them hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. I'm telling you, that was a right now word. That was a word that God will begin to bring forth that we have to adhere to and yield to its instructions. Listen, I want to encourage you guys because I want you all to understand something. People don't understand the true voice of the prophetic and the true voice of prophets. And a lot of times when prophets minister the word of God, it will come off as, as harsh or a hard word. But that's what true prophets are called to do. True prophets are called to not to just give you something that's going to sugarcoat you, smooth your flesh, that's going to make you jump and shout, that's going to bring you the new house, the new car, you know, the promotion and the job. But God will begin to bring forth conviction. He'll begin to bring forth the power of transformation through his word. And so this is what we have to be able to be open to receive when the word of God comes forth through the prophet's mouth. And those who are true prophets will minister this way. And I, I, I had to learn and understand that when I would go into different ministries and I would go visit and I would preach the word. And some of those words would be hard and I would, I would just be obedient to what the Holy Spirit would share with me to say. But those, that's the boldness of the prophet. That's the true prophet that will speak what thus saith the Lord. Not to speak what flesh and carnality wants to speak. And I want to encourage you because I want to share something with you. I haven't shared it. I, I, I didn't share it with the leaders before. It was during um, last, last year when we were at the men's con. We were at a men's prayer. Uh, it was outside. It was in Romeoville. And I didn't know this man. I had never met him before. I mean, we were just sharing a conversation about the goodness of the Lord about the body of Christ and various things. And he began to minister to me. He began to prophesy. I can't recall exactly the way he worded it and the way he said it, but I do remember it enough for you to get the full gist and understand it. 
He said the leaders in your church will not reach their full potential until they see and appreciate what's on your life. He spoke that word. He said the leaders in your church, he specifically said, he said, he pointed out the leaders. He said the leaders in your church, he said until they recognize and follow your example, he said their, their full potential will not come to pass. They won't reach it. They won't get to their particular fullness of what God has for them until they honor and see what is on your life. And I never released that to the leaders. I received that and I know that it was true. I'm telling you right now, it's true. Because some people have not received the power of what is on my life for them to get to the next level and for them to grow. And I'm not sharing that as, a, as it's just true. That's what the prophetic word came. He spoke that to me and it was truth. It agreed with my spirit at that time. And now as she was released that word, the Holy Spirit said, release it today. And the other part of what God would begin to share and as she shared it. At the end, that was the prophetic word that God began to speak to her as God had given her the word. She said, people have come in here time and time again and said the same thing. They said, come see a man. They said, this is a man of honor. They said, this is a good pastor. This is a good leader. They all said the same things. And some people sometimes don't recognize or see it. I'm telling you, when you begin to get into the place of honoring the man and woman of God, I'm not talking about just here at New Covenant Worship Center. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit has been dealing with me. I I pulled up an article from Rhema Bible College on last night and it began to share how you should honor your man, man and woman of God and things you should do to honor them, to pray for them, to give them gifts, to, to encourage them, to help build them up, to give them encouraging word, to say some things like I appreciate you, whatever it may be. I'm telling you, we're moving in the vein because some people just don't know. They thought they knew, but they didn't know. Come on. They thought they knew because they've been in church for so long, but when you've been abused by church leadership, Honoring has now been now something foreign or you don't want to honor because I don't know when this person is going to change on me. I don't know when this person is going to take advantage of me. I don't know when this person is going to now turn coat on me and to become the wolf in sheep's clothing. So we have to begin to trust people. It goes back to Bishop Randy Boyd as he began to instruct. He said, you got to trust somebody. You got to trust your man or woman of God. At some point, if you truly hear God and you truly know and you say you know God's voice, you got to begin to hear what thus said the Lord and trust. Trust who God has placed in front of you because God has done a great work in this house. And, and, and you got to adhere to the word. He said the glory is going to be lifted off you, not the body of Christ, but off of you. Jesus. I recorded just that word. And I'm going to share that segment again on Facebook so you can hear it again. So you can be able to hear the word of the Lord. Yes. Because we, 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 have a, we have a bias against the word of God because we want these itchy ear prophecies. But if you go through the scripture, this is what Isaiah had to tell the people. That was a hard word. Do you see how that was written? Isaiah spoke those words to the people of Israel because God said, you have been stubborn. God said, you have been playing around religion after religion, chasing meetings, chasing conferences, doing all these things, but not truly falling in love and acknowledging or being obedient to me. Yes. Is that not the time that we're living in? Because people are falling away. Because we couldn't come to the building. People weren't even thinking about church no more. Yes. I'll catch it when I catch it. I'll look at it for a few minutes. Most people ain't even looking at the whole service. If you're not in it at 10 o'clock and watching it online, you're not watching the whole service. You're not watching the entire word. You're not staying connected to the things of God. This is just true. Because the enemy has come in to bring forth deception and distraction. And to rob us of the word. Because what did it say? It said he came and planted the word. And then he, it was planted on some soil that wasn't solid. It wasn't firm. It wasn't deep enough. And the enemy came and snatched the word. Yes. 
Sown on stony ground, and, and, the, you know, and the cares of the world came and snatched the word. Yes. And that's what the enemy is trying to do. But we're going to stand firm, and we're going to be open to receive the word of the Lord, and yes. we're going to see God begin to manifest. I know you're going to sit there and say, that ain't me. Just allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you. That ain't me. That's the other person. Allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you. Some people have lost the opportunity where God wanted to grow them, bless them, and they left the church. I'm going to sell it straight up in the camera. Right here in the midst of this, this particular January 31st, 2021, you got out of place because your flesh wanted something. I'm going to tell the whole truth and shame the devil. So God bless you. Listen, Pastor Benice, get ready to preach an awesome word. We get ready to hear part two of these awesome women of God. This woman has been by my side for 26 years. We've been married 23 years. And I'm telling you, it's because of her that I'm saved. It's because I was chasing her, looking for her, wanting to be close to her, trying to find out where she was at. She was saved, going to church, and said, you know what? If you're going, I'm going. Why? Because I wanted to be in her presence. And so God began to groom us and grow us together. And hey, in 1997, we got married after three years of being together. And I'm telling you, this woman of God has grown over the years, and she is an anointed woman of God. She's not a pastor just because she's my wife. She's not a preacher just because she's my wife. That gift is on her. And the Holy Spirit allowed me to cultivate that and pull that out of her when she was at a point saying, I'm just this, I'm just that. Oh, no, you see that? Yeah, I see all of that. She can carry and she can begin to preach the word of God. I'm grateful for the gift that she can help carry as a help me to begin to preach the gospel. And that she has an anointing on her life. And I'm not intimidated by the anointing that's on her life. I thank God for that. I'm encouraging some senior leaders, some senior pastors some men that are stubborn and stuck in their way and do not want to acknowledge the gift that's on your wife. I'm telling you, you need your wife on one accord with you in order to have ministry and to be successful. We have created an image where we think it's all about the man and you done tucked that first lady in a corner and she's mad, she's bitter, she's angry, but she got gifts, but you won't let her open your mouth. I'm going to help somebody get free today. Come on, Pastor Benice, and preach this gospel this morning. Hallelujah. Come on and give the Lord a hand of praise one more time. Hallelujah. Father, we love you and we praise you and we honor you, oh God. We thank you for what you're doing in this place, oh God, and in the hearts of your people, oh God. Father, we thank you for the word of obedience, oh God. And Father, we thank you, Father, that we can examine ourselves on today, oh God. And so, Father, I pray that self will decrease and God, that you would increase in us, oh God. Father, I thank you that you're ordering our steps, oh God, and that this word will be seasoned and it will be be received on today, oh God. And Father, I give you praise. Amen. Amen. Well, I thank God for the word on today. It's 11.03. Give me Thank a few sir. minutes and I'm going to be done. Amen. But I was so excited as Prophetess Karen was ministering because I said, thank you God for confirmation. And I love how God gives you confirmation. I was debating back and forth on what I would speak on on uh, this week. And uh, I was trying to stay in the vein of honor. And then the Lord gave me something when we were in uh, corporate prayer on the 21st. 
And I said, okay, God, I keep hearing this over and over again, and I'm just going to be obedient to what the Lord is saying. Amen. But I want to encourage you on today, um, just as Prophetess Karen talked about obedience and God being tired of us being disobedient and meeting after meeting and, and praying and having a form of godliness and, and being in rituals. Amen. I'm going to come from Isaiah, the 58th chapter starting at verse 11. And I want to encourage you on today, if you are one of those people who was stuck in religion or who was stuck in the same thing over and over again, I want to help you to start all over again. If I could title my message, I would say start again, start again. Not just because the calendar switched over to 2021, but you need to start again. It's some things that you uh, got into, some things that you left behind, and God is saying, I need you to start all over again. Amen. Amen. I'm going to read from the Amplified Version. Amen. Isaiah 58, 11 through 12 says, And the Lord will continually guide you and satisfy your soul in scorched and dry places and give strength to your bones. Somebody is in a dry place. Somebody's bones are weak. He said, and you will be like a water garden and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. And your people will rebuild the ancient ruins. You will raise up and restore the age-old foundation of buildings that have been laid waste. You will be called repairer, repairer of the breach, restorer of streets with dwellings, and I want to focus on that repair of breach. Amen. In this scripture, we see the prophet Isaiah talking to the Jews because they had gotten into a religious format. They, they, uh, the Jews were good at um, doing religious rituals to make themselves look good. And so they would fast and, and they would let everyone know that they're fasting. But their whole mindset and their whole attitude in doing these religious things was just to make themselves look good. It wasn't that they were trying to reverence or honor God or that they loved God so much, but it was the fact that all the attention was on them. And so God is saying in this hour that there's been a breach, there's been a disconnect from me and from my relationship. Uh, that breach means that there's been a break. There's been a gap. Um, you allowed the enemy to come in and you allowed an opening. Um, there's been a rupture. There's been a split. There's been an alienation. And not just because we're in virtual church and the church is closed down. Because some of us had a breach or disconnect way before the pandemic hit. And so God is saying that some of us are dealing with some schisms. Um, that's a division, a discord, or a separation from religion and church. You know, a breach is a breaking up or a failure to observe a law or a contract um, or a standard. Amen. Some of us had allowed the enemy to come in and we've lowered our standards. We've uh, broke covenant with God. We've gotten out of the way of God because we are so focused on just having a form of godliness or just having the ritual. As she said, we got a ritual of prayer or we got a ritual to fast just to say that we do it and just to look good. But God is saying, I need your heart to be in it and I need this thing to be repaired. Amen. That's been a breach and that's been a separation from what I've called you to. Amen. 
That breach is sin. Sin is what separates us from God. Um, we have some broken relationships or a breaking of relationship. Breach is an estrangement, a quarrel, a broken state. Um, some of us are in a broken state right now because as Apostle just said, we've been disconnected from church. We thought the pandemic meant that we break and we isolate from everything. We isolate from God. We isolate from prayer. We isolate from fasting. We isolate from faith. We isolate from believing God. We isolate from prophesying the word. And God is saying, you have had a breach. There is a breach in our relationship and in our contract. But he says, I'm calling up some repairers on today that you will repair that relationship and get it right standing. You need to start again. You need to start all over again. A breach is a place where the enemy comes in to destroy. Or where the sheep, if you think of a breach as a fence, where the sheep are kept in and they break out and get lost. And some of us are like those lost sheep. We're wondering without the shepherd. And God is saying, but if you just listen to me, if you hear my voice, I can bring you right on back in. Uh, I'm calling for the lost sheep, adorable sheep, to come back into the fence. That fence is the presence of God. When you get in the presence of God, that breach is standing strong in that foundation. And just as he said in Isaiah 58, 11, and 12, he said, I want you to be the ones who will be the repairer of the breach. Those who can restore those foundations, those broken down places, those waste places, hallelujah. Those things can only be built back up when you're in his presence, hallelujah. His presence is what rebuilds and restores and revives and refreshes and renews, glory to God. God is calling for us to be totally committed with him. He wants to restore our neglected relationship with him. Um, he's restoring his presence, hallelujah. This presence that you've let go in your homes, hallelujah, that you've let go in relationships. He says, I'm standing here and I want to repair that thing, hallelujah. So how are we going to repair it? How are we going to repair it? I'm going to tell you three quick things, hallelujah. What we need to do to start all over again, because God is calling. I believe that this is the season. This is the season and the timing that God is calling for the church to repair those broken down waste places, yeah. to get back in line, not meeting after meeting, not a uh, um, prayer after prayer, not a formation, not to look, not like how the Jews were, where they had this form, they, they did it just out of a ritual, amen. But God is looking to truly revive the church and revive his people, hallelujah. You can't stay disconnected, glory to God. So I thought about how do we get reconnected again? And I thought about Ruth and Naomi. Hallelujah. And we always talk about Ruth and Naomi. Uh, we, you know, just she found Boaz. Amen. And we like to sit, you know, preach that thing to encourage single women. Amen. But I thought about Ruth and how she had to start all over again. She had to first get to a place of humility. 
Yeah. Um, so the first thing, if we're going to start all over again, we have to get humble and say, God, I need you to do. It's been a breach in our relationship. There's been a breaking. There's been a covenant. break. I'm a covenant breaker. Oh, God, I need you to come in and repair that thing. Amen. But I thought about Ruth. Ruth had the idea where the other sister, she left, went back to her. But Ruth clinged to Naomi. And in Ruth 1 and 16, um, the Bible says, but Ruth replied, don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. And where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people. Um, Ruth made a decision. She became humble and she honored Naomi and yes. who she was. Yes. She decided to hook up to her God and become one with her. Um, Ruth made a decision. If she's going to start all over again, I got to come up out of this dry place and I got to go into a foreign land. Amen. Some of us need to come out of dry places and you need to shift and move to a place that you've never been before. I know that you think that you've reached certain levels in prayer. You've reached certain levels in your prophetic gift. But God is trying to call you into another land. Another place that you're not familiar with. So it's a foreign land to you. Glory to God. It's not foreign to God. But it's foreign to you. So you need to be like Ruth. You need to humble yourself. And then you need to shift. Hallelujah. So humility. Honor, hallelujah, is the thing. Not only was she uh, uh, humble, but she began to start a whole new identity. Um, she took on a whole new job, hallelujah. She didn't even look good. Now her whole new job where she may not have been the provider before, now God is shifting her when she was the one who had to provide for Naomi and get into a place. God is trying to shift some roles in your life. You've been stuck in doing things in a ritual in a certain way. But God is saying, I'm trying to shift you when you were in the back for so long. God is calling you to the front. Hallelujah. He wants you to take over your rightful place. Glory to God. So he called her into the field. God is calling you to the field. Hallelujah. I like it that honor, humility, but the other thing was courage. When you're in honor, when you are humble, God, that spirit will be recognized by other people. Boaz said it in Ruth 2, 11 and 12. Ruth 2, 11 and 12 in the NIV. Boaz said when he saw Ruth in the field gleaming and working and she found favor, he says, I've been told all about you. What you have done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband. How you left your father and your mother and your homeland and came to live with a people you did not know before. God is calling you out of some relationships, some hookups, some situationships, some entanglements that you hook up into. Hallelujah. May the Lord repay you for what you have done. May you be richly rewarded by the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge. Not only did Boaz recognize that favor was on her life and that she was humility, but he also said, I see what God is doing in your life and how you took a stand not to go back to dead and dry places as it said in Isaiah, those dry, scorched places. 
places. He said, but you made a decision to come to the water garden where you can be fed and be taken care of. You know the story as she continued to glean. She got a double portion in her fields. Hallelujah. She had enough to take back and take care of Naomi. Glory to God. God is calling you to a foreign place. A place that you've never been before. Glory to God. Think about if Ruth had never shifted and moved to that foreign place. Had she not made a decision to start all over again. She would not be the great grandmother of King David. Glory to God. She would miss out on being in the lineage of our elder brother Jesus. God is trying to shift you and hook you up in the right lineage and the right vein. He's trying to put you in the right covenant and the right connection. Hallelujah. But you cannot allow this breach to continue to go forward. You'll miss your assignment and you'll miss being in the right family, being connected with the right blood. Glory to God. I, oh, thank you. I just heard Pastor Zilza say, better blood. Hallelujah. Better blood. Glory to God. I believe Ruth got some better blood when she hooked up with Boaz because the Bible says that because she hooked up with him, hallelujah, she was favored and she was in the lineage of Jesus. Glory to God. I'm getting ready to close. Hallelujah. But I want to encourage you on today to look at whatever schism you have, whatever discord, whatever division, whatever sin that's separating you from God, um, whatever person is separating you from God. God is calling for our obedience. Hallelujah. But he wants to deal with you in your rupture, in your split, in your alienation. You have alienated yourself from God and he's saying I'm calling you back. It's time to repair that broken down relationship. It's time to repair that thing. You think about a broken down car that's only good to go so far. You only know if you got a lemon, you know you can only drive that lemon around this way. You don't put that sucker on the highway. Amen. God is saying I want you to get into something that you can put some miles on. That you will last in this thing. That you will not be good just for a season or for a temporary fix or just to get back. God is calling you to put some mouths on that vehicle. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so I'm so grateful. I thank God that he is. He is repairing the broken down places. The foundations. Some of our foundations. Those things that kept us in the Lord have been broken down. We don't pray like we used to. We don't, we don't fast like we used to. What? We still fasting on Wednesday? Yes. We still fasting on Wednesday. You don't tap in on the prayer line. Hallelujah. Why? You didn't have allowed a breach to come. And you've allowed the presence of God to be lifted. And God is saying, come on back, daughter. Come on back, son. I'm waiting on you. Come on back. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so we give God praise on this afternoon. I'm going to turn it back over to the man of God, Apostle Jonas Jones. Come on and give him a hand of praise. Hallelujah. My God. I'm telling you, that thing is amazing. God is awesome. I mean, how can't nobody do that but God? Yes. That prophetess Karen, she came in Isaiah chapter 1. And Pastor Benice picks it up, but Isaiah 58, same flow, same vein, same area of what God is speaking. That's how you know God is in the midst 
when they had no conversations with one another, I didn't instruct them on what they needed to teach on this morning. I just allowed the Holy Spirit to be able to be led, to lead them. And I caught Providence Karen off guard a couple of weeks ago. So I told her, I said, well, you're going to preach on Sunday. She's like, well, what's Sunday? You know, she, and, and But I mean, God, I thank God for just the word of God. I thank God for the gifts that are in this house. And that God, we can receive the word of God. It just is not not just about me. I can sit and be fed. I I enjoy this. I enjoy being able to hear the word of God to be fed because we as men of God and women of God that are senior leaders, we need to hear the word and be fed ourselves to continue to keep going on and to keep moving forward. So I thank God that word blessed me. One of the things that she pointed out with with Ruth with Pastor Benice. She said that Naomi had to now become the provider, I mean, the Ruth had to now become the provider for Naomi and that she had to be the one to go out and work. She had to be the one to go out and provide because her son and her husband, her husband had, her sons and husband had died. And so here it is, they in a new land, a new place, and now she had to change roles. And sometimes we have to be open to the adjustment. We have to be open to change. We know that this pandemic has changed so many parts and variables in our lives. But God, you know what? We're still here. If you have made it through, God has kept you. And even if you had to go through uh, uh, the virus and you overcome it, you need to give God some praise. If you've gone this far and the virus didn't touch your home, didn't touch your family, you need to give God some praise. If you still sustain your employment, God has kept you, you need to give God some praise. That your children have still succeeded in remote education and they still on the honor roll, they still passing their courses, you need to give God some praise. If you still have a roof over your head, if you still have a car to drive, if you still have a place that you can go and you can now even come into church and worship but you, you know what? Thank God that I'm on the media team. Thank God I'm on the praise team. Thank God I'm a leader because throughout the pandemic, I was able to come into the building and come to church when there was no opportunity for anybody else. You know what? You got to start thanking God for the small things and thank God. You know what, God? I thank you that I had the position that I hold, that I was able to come into worship. I was an intercessor. I could get on the prayer call every once a month and begin to pray. I thank God I was on the call ministry, that I could call my fellow brothers and sister. I thank God that I was on the, the team of men to pray on the men's prayer call. I thank God I'm married. I can get some wisdom on marriage tips Monday. You gotta begin to thank God. Thank God for Bible study that we had to be able to endure and we can come in and yet teach on Thursday night. Yet pray on Thursday night. I'm telling you, we gotta give God the glory. Yeah. My God, my God. I'm excited about Jesus, amen, and what God is doing. Listen, I'm in prayer because the Holy Spirit just began to tell me some things, and I got to be obedient. I'm going to ask God to lead me. There might be a pop-up prophetic word tonight, but you're going to have to be praying, amen, because I'm telling you, because the enemy has loosed some things in the atmosphere, and the spirit of prophecy is trying to be perverted, and people have a distorted view of it. Because people are abusing the gift and people are abusing the office. And so the Holy Spirit was speaking to me as they were up. He said, you know what? We may have a pop-up prophetic night tonight where we'll have prayer in the, in the words of a prophetic, prophetic to go forth. So I'm going to be prayerful. If the Holy Spirit leave me to do it tonight, I'm going to be obedient. But I feel it in my spirit. Because listen, I told you guys throughout the midst of this pandemic, we have to still yet operate in the gift. Yes. We, we can't stop prophesying because I can't see you physically. If the gift is in operation, all I need is the word of the Lord. And if the Holy Spirit gives me a word, I can yet minister the word of God. We have ministered the word of God through Facebook, on a Facebook live. And if people say I need a word, all I got is their name. And the Holy Spirit will give me a word. That's Because why? I'm dependent on the Holy Ghost. It's not me. 
It ain't none of me. I don't have no power to do this. I don't have no strength to do this. I don't have no wisdom to do this. It's all because of God's grace and his mercy towards me that he said, if you will open your mouth, I'll allow you to be a mouthpiece. If you be obedient, he'll speak to you. So I encourage you guys, become to the place of being obedient to the things of God. You heard the word today from these two powerful women of God. Let's begin to shift. Let's begin to change. Let's be coming out of our dry place, out of that dead place, out of that place of being disconnected and being the charades and, and playing church and, and having all the form of godliness but denying the power thereof. God said he's looking for truth in this hour. I'm yeah. excited about Jesus. Listen. I'm going to get out of here. We're going to dismiss. Come on, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the word that has been received on today, the word that we have heard on today. I pray that you allow it to be, Lord, fall on good ground, that it will produce a harvest in its season, God, and that it shall bring forth, God, everything that we have need of in our lives. I pray that you continue to bless your people, God. Continue to encourage, uplift, God. Continue, to Lord, to strengthen those who are weak on today, God. Those who are feeling discouraged, God. I speak encouragement to their spirits on today, Father God, that they will not be weary and well-doing, for in due season they shall reap if they faint not, Father. I decree and declare that we're coming out of our stubborn religious mindsets, God, and that we're going to move forward in obedience, and we're going to yield to your instructions, God. I pray that you begin to minister to leaders, God, minister to senior pastors, God, that we will begin to hear and yield to your instruction, Father God, and I pray and ask you, God, to give us traveling mercy as we leave this place, God. Those who are watching on the far God, as they travel to and fro, I pray that you keep us safe from hurt, harm, and danger, God. We bind our car troubles, all accidents, all traffic tickets, Father, and we lose safety, Father, and we lose the blessings of the Lord that make it rich and added no sorrow, God, that, Lord, we will see goodness and mercy throughout the course of this week. I call for promotion. I call for increase. I call for unexpected income to reach your mailbox, and that God will begin to sow seeds in your life, and that you'll receive and harvest. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you all have a great week we love you with the love of jesus and we'll be right back here on next sunday god bless you